In this episode, you get to listen to a few interviews with individuals creating platforms for creatives and you, the entrepreneur, to grow your reach. In addition to this, we talk about Hustle Sasa, the app that allows creatives to take control of their business, here from My Basic Life podcast and Back to Basics podcast. There's no music in this one just to try out something different. Follow the podcast on social media at otbpodke and send in feature requests to otbpodke at gmail.com. Dope days, chill nights, good company, and mellow vibes. You're listening to Out the Booth Podcast, a weekly Kenyan podcast dedicated to exploring, playing, and highlighting the finest Kenyan music and select gems from across Africa. Hello, welcome to another installment of Out the Booth Podcast. I am your host, the one and only, friendly and homely, the yellow mellow fellow, Mr. Cricket Smile, aka Eugene. For this episode, we focus on the creative economy. More specifically, individuals and companies offering creative solutions and platforms for creatives to earn and make a living from their work. So as you listen, if you're a creative, I'd advise you to take a pen, get some notes, and get that paper. Getting right into it, a few days back, I was able to attend a press conference for the unveiling of the Hustle app. The app is meant to be a portable version of the Hustle Sasa website. For those who might be unfamiliar with this, the website has been a staple for many artists and event organizers to aid in selling tickets. Now, the brains behind the site have created an application that does this and much more. I'll start off by saying this is not a sponsored episode, just in case anyone was wondering why there's no music. I am simply impressed by the functionality this app offers and I decided to give you this episode as it should be so that you get the message as it should be transferred. So this is the deal. With Hustle Sasa, creatives of any kind get to have control over the sale of their products. This could be music, artwork, album artwork, merchandise, skills, literally anything. Yes, they even have NFTs. That stands for Non-Fungible Tokens. Now, I won't claim to know much about NFTs, but as you are about to hear, it's quite a simple concept. To save up on the tall tales, here is Mike, the CTO and co-founder of Hustle Sasa. He breaks down exactly what the app is about, how you can access it, and briefly explains how NFTs work. My name is uh, Michael. I'm from Ghana, and I'm the CTO and uh, co-founder for Hustle. So um, I came to Nairobi mainly um, to join an, uh, an accelerator, which um, called Antler, right? So they bring people from all across Africa to Nairobi to come together and start businesses, right? So you start a business, you present your idea to a panel of investors, and then they choose one or two teams to invest in. And um, my team was actually one that won the Antler program um, some, sometime last year, and that's how we started Hustle. Why move all the way, you know, from Ghana to Kenya and then, you know, after even winning the competition, still start the app right here in Kenya? Okay, so um, it's uh, two things. So first, um, this was during COVID. Um, I already have a software company in Ghana that we develop a lot of software for a lot of companies. Um, 
during COVID, I was I got a bit bored. Um, doing the same things I do, building softwares for other companies. So I was just thinking to myself, why not start something on my own? Right? And then um, this opportunity presented itself. So I joined the accelerator program. I moved to Kenya and I met the team, amazing guys. And um, the idea came up. So once we started um, Hustle during that program, um, accelerator program, it was just, the team was just amazing. Things were moving just a bit faster than they would in Ghana. So I just decided, why not stay here, um, build the app, build the, the business to a certain point, and then we can expand to Ghana as well. So, so far, um, how long has Hustle, you know, how long have you been in Kenya? And what are the things you've noticed that stick with you that were not quite, you know, are not quite normal in Ghana? <laughs> okay. Um, so some of the things that stick, <laughs> definitely stick with me is the uh, party scene, the drinking <laughs> specifically in Kenya is a bit uh, way more than I've ever seen in Ghana, right? Uh, people are much more um, inclined to go to parties and get really drunk, way more than I'm, I'm, I'm used to in, uh, in Ghana, yeah. Um, that's, and then uh, business-wise, uh, People are just more um, ready to help you get what you need by just simply sending an email. They are able to get back to you fast, way faster than I'm used to in Ghana. Yeah, so definitely those are some of the things that would make me want to stay here to do business. Yeah. So about the, the app, you know, um, Hustle, Hustle the app. It's made for creatives and you've said you, your, your work normally involves you creating software for other companies. Why create an app specifically for creatives? So, um, as, like I said during the interview, right? So, um, uh, creatives, um, art is something that transcends across the African continent, right? In fact, it transcends across the world. It doesn't matter the language, it doesn't matter who is going to use it or who's going to listen to it. It's just the same for everybody, right? So, when we decided to do something for merchants, to help merchants sell more, we first thought of creatives because those are the people who create um, stuff that can be used across the world, right? So we first thought of creatives, we start with the, uh, that group of people, and then we can be able to trickle down to retailers, um, physical store sellers, and all of the, um, the other groups, right? It was just, um, I would say, easier for us because we are creators ourselves. Like you said, I build software, Peng is very much into music. Riz has a, a, a brand that produces very unique um, sunglasses and stuff like that. Yeah, so it was just a very straightforward and easy thing for us to start with. Okay. And so far, you know, having started Hustle the app, started as a website, why did you migrate from, you know, a website to an application? And then the website is called Hustle Sasa, but the app itself is called Hustle App. Yes. So <laughs> the, 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 the plan has always been the mobile app, to create a mobile app, right? But when we started, we needed a way to validate the idea. We needed a way to um, see how people are going to use it. We needed a way to know that people will actually like this, right? So we started with um, a website, which was an easier way to build, an easier thing to build. So we started with that, got a few uh, merchants and um, creators to try out that with. And then when we saw how they were using it and the features that stood out, stood out to them most, we used that to build the mobile app. 
right? So the mobile app is it's still called Hustle Sasa on the Play Store. It's just um, a bit of a mouthful, so we just wanted to hustle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So so far, um, among the with the creatives you've worked with, um, the diff, you know, we've seen Saudi Soul, we've seen Yabas, Def Capella. Which music, um, or rather, what creatives specifically are you targeting? So um, we we are uh, generally we are targeting all kind of creatives: um, musicians, photographers, um, artists, all kinds. But we are just starting with the music industry right now. Um, like I said, those are the people we know, and those are the people we can easily um, try out with. So we are just starting with that for now. But eventually, we plan to move into other all um, the other types of the creative arts industry. So. Other than that, what uh, the Hustle app itself, it allows creatives to buy and sell products beyond music. Is there any limitation to the products that can be sold on the Hustle app? Um, So right now, um, you can't sell, we don't have the ticketing feature fully built out. That is one thing that uh, musicians really do use. it's in the pi- pipeline. It should be out in a month, um, in, a, in, the, in the next few weeks. Um, aside that, um, musicians also require a bit more hand-holding in terms of how to do their business, right? So that's another thing we are trying to think of ways to help uh, musicians and um, how to help them you know, do business properly, just give them um, steps or tips on how to properly manage their business. and So it's, that's something we are calling um, Hustlenomics. Right? It's not totally out, but uh, it's also in the pipeline. We want to be able to help musicians just know how to manage their business. They are good with their, their art. They know how to do the music, but uh, most of the time, a lot of them don't know how to monetize that art properly. Right? So we're also working on hustlenomics for, to help them with that side of the business, yes. So, you know, Bian talked about NFTs. And we've been hearing the word NFT so much, uh, especially in the creative economy, you know, even in software and everything. Would you, you know, in a, in a few words, just uh, help people understand what exactly is an NFT and what, how they can get in their art or material to become an NFT? Um, so, very simply, NFT is just um, an encrypted token um, to authenticate um, any asset, right? So, you buy an NFT... The only thing that comes with that is that we know for sure that you are the owner of that asset, right? So for you know, for as long as uh, you know the world exists, everybody will always know that that asset belongs to you. If you resell it, you will always be the first seller, and then everybody will always know the second seller. So does that mean that if you're the first seller, you're the owner himself, and it gets sold like five times, the money um, brought in by the fifth person will still come back to the first person? So you set um, royalties on every token. So depending on how much you want, so maybe 10% or 20%, every sale that happens on that token for your lifetime, you make 10% or 20% of it. So um, with this um, with this concept of NFTs, does that mean that if I were to buy BN's album, I can also sell BN's album? Yes, you can resell it. Yes, you can resell that token, but everybody will always know that you were the first buyer. Uh, so it's mostly like uh, bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they'll know I'm the first buyer, but BN will still get his cut. BN will still get his cut, yes. 
Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, okay, one more thing. You know, you've been in Kenya, and I asked you this before you even started the interview. So, you, you, what's your favorite food so far from Kenya? I asked you about your favorite food, and you said there's still nyamachome and a few other things. But now, just for the people listening. Yeah. So, for favorite food, I'm still exploring, but uh, I definitely love some nyamachome. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel the creative economy, and the, that this includes the audience and the artists, how have they responded to the Hustle app? Um, it's been amazing, actually. Um, everybody who starts with Hustle and then just pushes out their website's link gets really great feedback from the fans. So, generally, I feel like fans have always wanted a way to show the artists that they appreciate what they do, right? But they just don't have any other way. Because you try to stream on SoundCloud or Spotify, but the artists will never know that you streamed their music, right? So, this is a direct way for um, um, consumers, um, fans, to be able to show that the they are um, artists that they love them and they, they really appreciate what they are doing right so people are for example we put up um, we created um, we, we uh, um, set up um, Harry Kimani on the app as well we made just one post about the fact that Harry Kimani you can buy directly from Harry Kimani now he gets the money directly and then he's able to withdraw by himself instantly and people were so happy about that it was just on LinkedIn right so many people bought that, the music right there and then. So many people bought the entire album right there and then. Yeah. So speaking of, um, we know most of these online e-commerce platforms, they have a cut that they take. What's Hustle Sasa's cut and what are the terms that artists and creatives should be looking out for? So that's another exciting part of Hustle, right? We, we don't charge you anything to download the app or even sign up, nothing. All we do is take 5% of each transaction. So 95% of the amount of money you make on Hustle comes straight to you. You can withdraw any minute you want to your M-Pesa. I have to ask, you also said there will be no ads on this app, but you're only getting 5% from the artist's material posted on this app. How does, you know, how does, in terms of business, what, what are the, pro do you make any profits? I just have to ask. Yes, uh, that 5% is, uh, it's okay. It, it's it's going to work for us. We've made our calculations and everything, and uh, we see that the 5% is enough for us to, you know, grow and um, expand our business, yes. So as we come to, the, you know, the end of this interview, I just want to know what is the long-term plan for Hustle? So long-term, um, definitely number one is expanding across the globe, offering more and more um, features, that allow the creative economy to grow and expand. We want to be able to see people selling across different countries. Um, and then we are exploring the idea of um, NFTs as well. Um, crypto, crypto um, adding blockchain and um, the whole idea of the crypto world to, we, we are trying to bring that to the creative economy. Um, that's still an idea we are exploring. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so you've heard it right here. Cryptocurrency is going to be coming to you. You can also check out Hustle Sasa on it's on the Play Store. Play Store and then, um, it's on the Google Play Store and also on Apple um, App Store. Yeah. Okay, so that was Mike, the CTO and co-founder of Hustle App. You can find him on social media, can they? Yes, um, I'm on Instagram, michael.tech. Michael.tech. You can talk to him in case you need anything software and want to know about Hustle, the app. I told you, this app is a game changer. Offering creatives the chance to directly interact with the fans 
and take control over the purchase and sale of their products. It is available on the Play Store and all you need to make a purchase or create an account is your phone number and email address. Now, here's where it gets interesting. For every sale you make, be it merchandise or art, the app only charges a 5% fee. So, if you have your album on there for say 500 Kenya shillings, after the 5% cut, you get to withdraw the remaining 475 Kenya shillings immediately. Yup, there's no waiting time and no cap on the amount you can withdraw. I know you might be asking yourself, what difference does this have with other social media platforms? Well, if you're a creative looking to take control of your business in all fronts or at a personal sales level, this is the app for you. Think of it like this. You're an artist who not only makes music, you also draw, have merchandise and maybe have an album out. From that single album, you have multiple ways to earn. You can sell the artwork as an NFT, sell the album as a single purchase or also as an NFT. You can also sell your merch with the same model. Personally, I'm warming up to the idea of NFTs. For the artists, this concept might just be the next form of earning royalties and with the hustle up, all proceeds go to you. Depending on your agreement with the label, of course. Learn more by following the links provided in the description. You can also check out past podcast episodes across major podcast streaming platforms. Remember to follow the podcast on social media at otbpodke. As you listen, don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment on, and share the podcast episode. My name is Eugene and you are listening to Out The Booth Podcast. You have already heard about Hustle, the app that gives you control over your creative business and connects you directly to your fans. Now let me bring you to some industry talk. In the past few weeks, I have had the chance to interact with a group of diverse podcasters from right here in Kenya. Together, we've been sharpening our skills, just doing our bit to grow the podcast scene. So I thought, why not feature some of these on the audit like we did with Afroqueer Podcast in the South Connection episode. And thus, here is Cecilia from My Basic Life Podcast and Ondo Street Lawyer from Back to Basics Podcast. My name is Cecilia Nyakaro and I have a podcast called My Basic Life Podcast and the podcast focuses on my journey as a small business owner in Nairobi, Kenya. Yeah. Why did you decide to do this as a podcast? I started the podcast uh, to inform people on how to run a business, a limited company in Nairobi and the things that you need to keep in mind because I've, I felt when I started, I learned things as I went, like KRA, you're not taught city council, you're not taught these things, you learn when you have started a company and realize, oh, I fucked up here, so I'm supposed to go to KRA and fix this, or I'm supposed to cancel this and I didn't, or how do I get, how, how, good, how do I go to the bank and, and, and give my details to have a business account and like having an account that says Cecilia Nyakaro but says the name of my company. So things like that I learned on the ground. So I share that so that you don't have to make those mistakes. You can just 
you can just go listen and then do it for yourself yeah how has your experience been so far starting the podcast or running the being a podcaster my experience has been it's been a learning curve because initially my first episodes i was not editing so i had to take time to learn how to i think the first 40 episodes i didn't edit so i had to know how to do like a take once and add, and and just be good at it and not have to repeat myself and also try and reduce the stories because sometimes if someone is engaging I have to really kind of learn how to say less so it's been a learning curve that's what i'll say yeah so final question mm-hmm. where can people find you and what do you want to walk away with from for my podcast for my podcast i want you to walk away knowing that it doesn't matter who you are you can start a company in nairobi and you can do it and do it well and be good at it and make money from it and sustain yourself you do not employment is not the only journey you can't be self employed don't let anyone anyone's ideologies make you feel like you cannot you actually can the resources are there and the information is there and my podcast you can find it on anchor the name is my basic life podcast i'm also on instagram it's at mbl mango banana lemon mbl underscore podcast i'm also on linkedin uh it's my basic life podcast i go by the names of vondu street lawyer i am a podcaster or back to basics podcast Uh, basically we are telling the Kenyan hip hop stories uh, letting the lion tell its tales even though museum i feel i have so many i've interacted with the so much content in terms of Kenyan hip hop which uh, na feel the general public ama the consumers wako na a very tiny percentage of the information on our get and i have access to that information if not i have the information so let me share my space with the the masses because that's the whole point of uh, of hip hop each one teach one each one reach one mm, for me nayangalia kwanza from the fan perspective as in this is what i've wanted to do for a very long time because i've been behind the scenes on radio and uh, i've structured conversations for people on radio for people on tv for interviews for print and then i got a place i was like uh, i'm doing that not for people but for myself so i'm telling my my own stories i'm asking my own questions i'm having the guests manyami nataka and kuna kuna ma fans and audiences when you like niaje we need this and this and this information and uh, the good thing is most of them on any halan on benyaje you are the guy who can get us such and such information so yeah that's unibeko podcasting for me and uh, so far so good i'm siko into the numbers sana i'm 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 i'm, I'm into the organic people who wana niambeniaje maybe 5 or 10 or 20 wenyewe wataisikia na warudi back to to the next episode in the next episode in the next episode yeah so so far so good Uh, in podcasting i think um the biggest challenge ni, con- ni getting to the audiences cuz number one, attention span yasi cuz uh, not so many people get back to it 
utapata this episode is buzzing the next episode would ni lukewarm kuna ile ne uh, feedback itakuwa hivyo sana but you basically to challenge go kwa the consumers but again we grew one day at a time for podcasters advice ni just feed feed the beast identify beast the beast and then feed it as in mimi my 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 speciality i'm i'm comfortable telling kenyan hip hop stories so autanipata niki and uh, niki try kwenda ku do other things and looking for other people on the other side because i will express myself well while telling the kenyan hip hop story i know uh, i know people who call they will as in to share the same space and the stories it are organic so just identify your your audience and feed the beast ndo kile nazambe wase usi mind sana about the likes and the shares and then you it come but pia wase pia from from a business perspective corporate partnerships because kuna so many corporates size wako interested na the digital species so yeah there's business opportunity to it uh please when you get on the street on all social media platforms and back to basics podcast on the youtube but uh, after season 1 which we are almost done with season 1 the audios that are available everywhere spotify apple google podcast anchor podcast and wherever you get your podcasts As you have heard, my basic life podcast is hosted by Cecilia and covers the daily lessons on finance and handling a freelance business life. Back to Basics on the other hand is a Kenyan music podcast involving conversations with individuals who have been involved in the Kenyan music scene as they share the stories behind some of the most memorable moments in Kenyan music. These are just some examples of the variety of podcasts made by our very own Kenyans. As a budding scene, it's great to see podcasters creating more variations in shows for the audiences. Do you have any podcasts you listen to and would love for them to be featured in a future episode? Send a message to the show on social media at otbpodke or email otbpodke@gmail.com. That's all for now folks. I have been your host, the Yellow Mellow Fellow aka Eugene. This has been Out the Booth Podcast, Curators of the Culture on Creative Solutions. Till next week, be easy and remember to keep supporting your favorite creators.